Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Be seated if you can. Praise the Lord. We ought to praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noonday. Praise him in the midnight hour. We ought to praise the Lord. Is he worthy to be praised? Thank you, Lord. Amen. When we just think about his goodness, we can just give God praise. Thank you for another day. Another breath. New strength. Thank you, Lord. And thank you, God, for this Mother's Day. Let's give the Lord a hand praise for all of our mothers that are here today. Praise the Lord. Motherly, happy Mother's Day. Wow. You don't mind me. I don't think my mic is on, but you don't mind me saying. Happy Mother's Day. We working it out. Feminine, keep. Hello, testing one, two, testing, testing. Amen, amen. You know, Camille, I will. Amen. We can use the pulpit mic. And we're so cozy here, we can hear each other anyway. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Again, we, we're just so grateful. You know, it's so much happening uh, in our world, but it's so much happening in our lives. It's so much that the Lord is doing, and we are grateful. I, I want to thank you. Uh, thank each and every one of you who are just all the well wishes. And for my birthday, I mean, it ain't, I guess it ain't every day you turn 70, but... Uh, I, I was just so blessed and so elated. Very seldom do I get lost for words, but last Sunday I was lost for words. Just all of the love from all of the people of God and friends I hadn't seen uh, for years, some that I grew up with in the 60s happened to be there. And my wife put all that together and all of the church here, and I just thank you all so much. We praise God. We praise God. You know, Mother's Day, so much could be said about our mothers. There's no love like a mother's love. You know, uh, my mother passed away in 2008. And, you know, um, and she's down in Oklahoma when she passed away, and that's where she lived. And only thing I wanted from the estate was her Bible. And she had a Bible, and all through that Bible were prayers and notes and and here I was I guess at the time uh in maybe in my late 40s mid to late 40s and I'm looking at her at her bible and it's and my middle name is Reginald so family name is Reggie and I and here I am a grown man six foot three and in her bible she have notes like bless little Reggie Help him when he in this surgery, Lord. You know, prayer for my sister back there and my brother. Just all through, just just red marks. Just to, as she studied the Bible, it was just prayers, and and that touched my heart because see, I remember my mother 
uh, uh, when she was raising us up back in a little place called Oak Mug, Oklahoma. <clears throat> you ever heard of that? <laughs> 30 miles from Muskogee. <laughs> and she raised us, is that right, George? Working two jobs. We were poor and we didn't even know it. That's how much love was in our home. You know, sometimes she would make us different little snacks and sandwiches and give it names. Uh, we had one called Hopalong Cassidy. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly with banana, with bananas on No jelly, but peanut butter and bananas on it. And shoes, that was like a full course meal. But it was love in our home. And she would pray, you know, she would just pray. And, and, and at night, I mean, I was young, so I was just like, I sure be glad when she get pray, get through praying so I can talk to her. But she would be down there sometime for hours just praying. And God heard her prayers. And we just thank God for that. And we thank God for all of our mothers that are here today. I can't say it enough. I, I wish we had the time for each one of us in here could give a tribute to our mothers. Uh, to that mother that's been in your life. That person that stood instead of your mom sometime. Uh, we had my auntie, my aunt Rachel. She was she never had children, but myself, my sister, and my brother, older brother, we she, we were her children as well, and she cared for us. So I, there's a special place in my heart for mothers, and not just Mother's Day. I mean, I can you know time just won't allow me, but I can I can look at every mother in here that I'm familiar with and talk about how blessed. I am, first of all, to know them, but to know and to, to know their hearts and to see their interactions with their children and with families and with others that care. <laughs> it's no love like a mother's love. Amen. So I honor you mothers on this Mother's Day. I, I applaud you. I, I thank God for all of our mothers today. Thank you, Lord. And so. So we, I'm going to talk today about, again, my subject, and I've been saying it, is no love like a mother's love. You know, I have an interesting uh, 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 passage I want to share with the saints today from 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 16 through 28. Uh, we, we're going to talk about uh, two women, two mothers. Actually, they were prostitutes. And we're going to talk about a king, and we're going to talk about two babies. In the midst of all of this, there's no love like a mother's love. You know, mothers have something innately built into them that that defies logic. You know, I, I look at National Geographic sometime, and I see, I was looking at one, Sandy and I was looking at one where, uh, the mama bear was trying to protect her little bears from this big old crazy bear, male bear, who wanted to eat them because the salmon hadn't come in. The mama bear was operating out of instinct. <laughs> she did the best that she could to protect those baby bears from this big crazy bear. But if, if it got to a point to where it was no use, she'd be gone. She'd be done. You know, instinct said, okay, you've done all you can do. That's it. But it's no love like a mother's love because, <laughs> let me get, I'm going to get into the message here. But years ago, 
our daughters were very young. Camille, Angela, they were young. And we stopped to get some gas one night at the Arco station off the 60 freeway on Reservoir. All we needed to do was get out the little truck. I need to get out, go get some gas. Go pay inside, get some gas. <clears throat> there was some gangsters out there. And they was kind of bullying everybody that came into the into the gas station. And so I whipped in and going in to pay. And one of them approached me and <coughs> excuse me, pushed me. And uh, <clears throat> that was bad enough. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, I know my wife and two daughters is in the car. What am I going to do? You know, so I'm trying to make my way back to the, my tools to get my hammer. <laughs> I didn't, didn't know what else to do. <clears throat> Sandy, my our uh, children's mother, had told them to stay, thank you, babe, stay in the car. So, okay, here's the scene. It's getting chaotic. But this mother back here, she looks around and she don't see the kids. And she say, that mother thing kicks in. They done got my kids. Now, the kids just had went in to try to get something, some candy or something. Them gangsters looked at, at Sandy and was like, whoa. Because this mother, she was ready to do whatever it took for her children. And that was something I'll never forget because, yes, we had a, a situation going, but God worked through it. But I saw something. In, I asked her this morning as we were getting dressed, when you were young, uh, you know, before you, you know, before, did you ever picture yourself being a mother uh, uh, and that would give her life for her children? And, you know, and I'm sure, and, uh, what was your response, babe? Yeah, but it's something, mothers, that God has placed in your heart. When I see Sister Carolina with her children, even with me and others, you can see the mother in her. She draws up next to you and, and shares something with you. You know, she, she, she's offering you something to help you to it. And I, and I see, wow. And, and this, is what, this, this is why it's so heavy on my heart today. There's no love like a mother's love. My, my daughter, she is a godmother. But she has that mother thing about her that she'll do anything for those God children. Where did that come from? It came from God. It came from the one who is love. God is love. You know, and there's so, and I won't get into it, but there's so many different terms we use for love. You know, we love ice cream. We love neck bones and collard greens. We love, you know, uh, street tomato tacos and stuff. But, you know, but, they, you know, that's love. We say love, but it's, there's, there's distinctions in how we love. There's a love I have for my wife. There's a love for my children. There's a love for each one of you. But then there's a God-type love that's called agape love. That love is selfless. It's not selfish, it's selfish, selfless. It's sacrificial. It's unconditional. That God that, that, that no one has but, but, but the Lord, where love comes from, it, it's like he loves us not because of. He loves us in spite of ourselves. In spite of our shortcomings, he loves us. Thank you, Lord. 
And, and so agape is almost always used to describe the love that is of, is of and from God whose very nature is love itself. God's nature is love. One of the first uh, verses I learned uh, as a kid, because we could not eat our food until we blessed the food. Until we say, we, back then we would say our verse. Right? We'd have to say our verse. And there was two verses I had. I mean, I had them down pat. The first one was, Jesus wept. Now, at that time, when I'm this tall, if you had asked me when, I'm like, I don't know, but <laughs> it's time to eat, you know. But, you know, the Bible say, train up a child in the way they should go. Praise God. And then I learned also, the other verse I had was, God is love. And then it, it's, we, we can dig in now. We, we can eat now. Because mama, mother, had taught us that we bless our food. And here I am now, 70 years old, and 70 and a half, right? Here I am, 70 now, I bless my food. Where I, We can be in one of those nice restaurants like Fleming's, you know, with the light low. Thank you, Jesus, for this food. Make it wholesome and nourishing. Where did I, that came from my mother. That came from my mother, praise the Lord. Again, uh, happy Mother's Day, sister, my precious sister, and, and, and I called her Mother T. Mother Teresa just came in. God bless you. Happy Mother's Day, sweetheart. So, so let me uh, go through this. First uh, John 4 and 10, because we're talking about love. The love that mothers have come from God. Now, we men, we husbands, we, 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 we love folk too. We love our wives. We love our children. We, we love. God has put some love. But there's no love like a mother's love. I mean, when the chips are down, mother's still there. My oldest brother, he was, he was all over the place. And folks had gave up on him. And my mother was, he going to be all right. Y'all leave him alone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and she, but she prayed for him. And prayed for him, and before we knew it, the alcohol stopped. The drugs stopped. The run in the street stopped. And he was clothed and in his right mind. Why? Because his mother loved him so much. And when everybody else was gone, mother was right there for him. What a blessing. And, and listen, my heart is full because it's Mother's Day. And, and, and some of you may have heard my testimony before, but I'll give you just a snippet of it like about... Uh, maybe 60 seconds worth because I had allowed myself to get in such a bad situation. I didn't know the Lord Jesus. My life was in shambles. I was angry. I was drunk. I was just messed up, toe up from the floor up. And one day my mother looked at me and she was just crying. She was boohooing. She was weeping like I'd never seen her cry before. Now, you know, men, and we love our mothers. If you want to see a fight break out, you say, let somebody say, yo, mama. <laughs> Shoes, it's on and cracking then, right? But, and so one thing we never want to do is hurt our mothers. And sometimes we can get in such a fix, we're not thinking about anyone else. And I had got such a fix and. And my mother was just wailing, Brother Steve. She was just crying, and she kept saying this, this one phrase, where did I go wrong? Where did, and she would look at me, and she'd say, where did I go wrong? I was drunk. 
I was in a bad place, and, and, I, and as she would say, where did I go wrong? I would remember when she prayed so long, as I previously said. I would remember, my, it was just flashing in front of me how she worked two jobs for us when my dad was no place or nowhere around. And she was saying, where did I go wrong? And she was looking at me. And I said, Mama, if you ever cry again, it won't be for me. I didn't have what it took to fulfill what I said, but God heard me. God heard me. And before the year was out, before the year was out, the Lord had put Sandy back in my life. Before the year was out, I got saved. Before the year was out, we remarried, and now it's been 42 years. And until my mother passed away in 2008, she never cried another tear of sadness for me. And I say, God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. God, you did that. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So so I know, I know, mothers, that there's nothing like a mother's love. Nothing like it. The scripture says in 1 John 14, 4 4 and 10, in this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be a perpetuation for our sin, to pay the price for our sin. Jesus Christ came and paid it all. His father sent him to pay for you and I. And that is love. If you want to know what love is, amen, it's love is that. And so uh, Sister Christy, uh, she got up here, she sung, I mean, she, she uh, read a part of Proverbs 31. Uh, and, and let me just read one verse, uh, two, three verses, 10, 11, and 12, out of Proverbs 31. So we're on the same page, as sister. And I'm going to read an amplified version as well. It says, an excellent woman, one who is spiritual, capable, intelligent, and virtuous, who is he who can find her? Where are you brothers at? Come <laughs> All right, I won't put you on the spot, but I know that's an amen. amen. Her value is more precious than jewels, and her worth is far more above rubies or pearls. That's no, Brother Joe, there's no price you can put on it. Thank you, God. The heart of her husband trusts in her with secure confidence, and he will have no lack of gain. Man, she comforts, encourages, and does him only good and not evil all the days of her life. Let's give the Lord a hand praise for a virtuous woman. Amen. Uh, 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 a mother, uh, those who, who who's carrying God's word and the love of God. Thank you, Lord. My wife, and, and listen, I, I am going to get through this. We're going to knock this out, this, these passages out. But my wife, she put on this, this, uh, this big celebration party for me. And she doesn't like doing, she don't like big fanfare. It was out of her comfort zone. But because she loved me, she did that for me. And I say thank you. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. So, no love like a mother. Let's go, let's go to the passage. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 16 through 18. We're going to talk about the problem. We're going to talk about the solution. And we're going to talk about a mother's love. Amen? Praise God. There's so many women in scripture, so many mothers we could talk about. Elizabeth, Hannah, uh, Eve, you know, the list goes on. But this is one of those that's kind of obscure. This passage, uh, 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 Brother Harold, is, 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 is we, whenever we look at these passages, we think about the wisdom of Solomon. And thank God for the wisdom of Solomon. But, but there's a nugget in here that talks about a mother's love. Thank you, God. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about Moses' mother, you know, but, but no, we're going to talk about uh, these, this mother that was a prostitute. Verse 16 of 1 Kings 3. Now, two women who were hearted's came to the king and stood before him. Two women who were prostitutes. Now, this is interesting to start with. Because that, their, their line of work was against all of God's laws and principles. And, and you don't just take anything up before the king. <laughs> you, know, uh, it isn't, you know, the law said that you should be stoned. Now two women who were hardest came to the king, which is King Solomon, and stood before him. Mind you now, this is the time where David had died. His son Solomon now is getting established in the kingdom to set up his rule and his reign. Uh, we, we know that prior to this, uh, just a, a few verses up in, in the previous chapter, uh, uh, God asked Solomon, what do you want? You know. He, he, you know, and, 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 you know, most folks will say, you know, hey, I need some money, 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 you know. Oh, I need some stuff, stuff, stuff. But, but he, he recognized the in, enormity of, 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 of the task at hand to lead God's people. And, you, and that's something that nobody should take lightly. So what did he do? He said, he said God, give me wisdom. And knowledge that I may go in and out amongst your people and lead them, God. And, and, and make a long story short, God said, well, since you didn't ask for riches and fortune and fame and women, <coughs> I'm going to give you what you asked for and everything you didn't ask for. You know, when God put his stamp of approval on something or someone, it's a stamp that works. See? Thank you, God. All right, so verse 17. And one woman said, Oh, my Lord, this woman I, and I dwelled in the same house. This is, this is a, a, a woman, mother number one, talking. And I gave birth while she was in the house. Then it happened the third day after I had given birth, that this woman also, woman number two, gave birth. And we were together. No one was with us in the house except the two of us in the house. 
Verse 19. And this woman's son died in the night. Woman number two son died in the night. Because she lay on him. She, she smothered him. Now listen, the king is listening to this. He, you know, they, they, they have the king's audience now. They, they tell him what the situation is. <laughs> Verse 20. So, so she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from my side. I imagine the king's ears say, what? While your maidservant slept, he, she said, number one is saying, while, while I slept and, 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 uh, and laid him in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. So, the, so number two, she, did, she didn't swap babies. Hers is dead. She didn't swapped it out. And so verse 21, and when I arose in the morning, this is where it really, it really get interesting to me. Because there's no love like a mother's love. <clears throat> and when I arose in the morning to nurse my son, can you imagine a bouncing baby? She went to sleep. She's got a baby in her arms. Wow. You know, uh, there he was dead. But when I had examined him, this is what really stood out to me. Because, see, mothers, y'all, you, you sister, give me amen if you can now. You know your children. You not o know, only know them physically from head to toe, but you know them emotionally. You know where their heart and their mind is, see. Now, I know what I'm talking about because my mother spanked me one time. I say spanked. We used to say whooped. My mother spanked me one time for what I was thinking. I don't know if you remember that, George. But she had got on me, and I'm sitting there, and she say, I know what you're thinking. And when she told me, I was like, oh, man, I know I'm in trouble. And she tore me up. She knew what I was thinking. So this mother, this prostitute who had become a mother, two of them, and when I rose in the morning to nurse my son, there he was dead. But when I had examined him in the morning, indeed, he was not my son whom I had born. She knew that that was not her son. You, you're going to put the switcheroo, but this mother knew that that was not her son. Now, the king is listening at all of this. All right. And so, so verse 22, then the other woman said, woman number two. She said, no, <laughs> but the living one is my son, and the dead one is your son. Now, me, my eyes would have been like, what? What, <laughs> what, what, what are we going to do with this? Got two prostitutes that got two babies. One is dead, and they both doing this. See? And, and so the, and the first woman said, no, but the dead one is your son, and the living one is my son, and this they spoke before the king. Do you see the situation? But again, you know, I, I love the saying, Sister Renee, that it ain't over till God says over. Thank you, God. See, God is never sleep. He never slumber. He's always on time, and God wants us to trust him. So, so that was the problem. You see the problem, right? 
you, you, you we enunciate that good enough. You see the problem where we go from here. So here's the solution. And the king said, he's, he's running this thing back in his mind. The one says, this is my son who lives, and your son is the, is the dead one. And the other said, no, but your son is the dead one, and my son is the living one. Elder Jones, I'm glad you and I didn't have to make this, this, this decision here. But listen to this. Then the king said, bring me a sword. I can hear now the mother's ears go, what? We, we you know, we talked about you know, a sword. Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Take this word, divide the living child in two. Cut the baby in half. I'm tired of hearing y'all arguing back and forth and you saying this and you saying that. Let's cut him in half and give half to one, to, to, to mother number one, and give half to mother number two. So this, that was the king's solution. Remember, though, he had prayed for wisdom. And, and so we can talk about the wisdom of Solomon, but there's some mothers here. See, even mother number two, who wanted to do the switcheroo, evidently she still wanted a baby. People need something to love, someone to love. God said in Genesis, it's not good, Sister Maria, for man to be alone. I'm going to make him a helper suitable for him. I'm going to create woman. I'm going to create, and he's going to call her Eve. And, 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 and they're going to be fruitful and multiply. That's how God works. And so, so the solution was, cut the baby in half. And here is a mother's love in verse 26 and 27. Then the woman whose son was living spoke to the king. Sister Dolores, this is it. This, this is the mother's love here. Because there's chaos in the midst of this conversation. There, there's agony. There's, 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 you know, anger. There's frustration. Uh, you know, uh, and now here, here's this king who has all the power in the world saying, we going to cut the baby in half. Give you half, give you half, and y'all take it and leave. It's what was in their mind. Then the, the woman whose son was a living, that's, that's, that's mother number one, spoke to the king. Listen to, these, listen to these words. For she yearned with compassion for her son. She agonized in love for her son, for her bouncing baby boy. She had examined him and she knew who her baby was. That's my baby. I birthed him. Regardless of uh, uh, who the father is, that's my baby. That's my baby. Thank you, God. And, and so... And, and, and she said, oh, my Lord, talking to the king, give her the liberty. Give, give number two the child. I don't, I don't want to see the baby cut in half. I love this baby with everything that's within me. Give him to her. I don't want to see him die. Give her the living child. And by no means kill him, king. 
I don't see no fear of the king here. I think this mother's love have kicked in. And she looking Solomon in the eye. Listen, you have the sword. You have the authority. But I'm telling you, give the boy to her and do not kill him. That's no love like a, a mother's love. He, he, he said, let him, and, and look, but mother number two said this. The one who did the switcheroo in the middle of the night. You know, that's pretty rotten. <laughs> you think about it. But people do rotten stuff. People do rotten stuff. And that's why people need Jesus. People need to know the God of heaven. And all of our lives will change. But mother number two, the other said, let him be neither mine or yours. But cut him in half. Oh my God. Do that, do that speak for itself? She said, no, no. You, If I can't have him, you can't have him. Cut him in and kill him. But mother number one, with the heart of love and and everything in her says, King, don't kill him. Just, I don't like this woman. We were all right at one time, but I don't, this, this ain't good. But give the baby to her. Don't kill him. So verse 27. So the king answered and said, give number one woman. Give the first woman the living child. And by no means kill him. She is the mother. The king knows she's the mother because she, she loves him. She, she was saying she ready to give up everything to save that baby's life. There's no love like a mother's love. And this Mother's Day, I want the mothers to be encouraged on today. Whatever your families have for you, whatever this day is going to bring, mothers, we appreciate you here. And that thing that's down in your heart, God has given it to you. And God has blessed us men to be able to call uh, uh, call uh, our wives, our wives, and, and our daughters, our daughters, and to experience that love that only mothers have. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Nobody like the Lord. <laughs> Matter of fact, verse 28 says, And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had rendered, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to administer justice. Do you all still believe that God administers justice? In the midst of your circumstances, God will administer justice. When people, it look like the wicked are prospering and the righteous are suffering, God will render just, just judgment and it will be just because he's fair and he's just and he's loving and he's kind and he's gracious. And here we are today, we're sitting in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If you're saved and you know it, wave your hand. Amen. If you love the Lord, say hallelujah. Praise God. Because I want to leave you with one verse today, Brother Joe. Uh, out of 1 John chapter 1, chapter 3, verse 1 through 3. Oh, this blesses my heart. <laughs> Every time I read this, it blesses my heart. Because, see, we're, we, we, we have help on our side. <clears throat> We, we are blessed beyond measure. 
We, 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 we serve a God who's our healer, who's our deliverer. We serve a God who's written down our names in the Lamb's book of life. We serve a God that can never fail. We serve a God who provides everything that we need. And, and here, John the Beloved. Praise God. The one who loved Jesus unconditionally because he understood that God loved him unconditionally. And he brings his pen out and he writes, behold, what man of love the father has bestowed upon us, on us believers, Christians, those who love Jesus, that we should be called the children of God. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, child of God, how you doing today? Praise the Lord. Hey, child of God, how you doing today, mother? Praise the Lord. That we should be called the children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us. Listen, we need to quit trying to identify with the world. Because if you saved and you love Jesus, you're you on a whole different level. You know better than nobody, but you're better off. See, you're better off in Jesus. And so he said, let your light shine, see. That others may see your good work and they may hear that there's something about this Jesus that will turn, will turn your life around. He says, therefore the world does not know us because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God. Y'all believe that today? Do you know that you're a child of God? Because if you don't know it, let's keep talking. But if you know it, <laughs> praise God. Amen. He said, now... Because it did not know him, the world didn't know him. Beloved, now we are the children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. <clears throat> now, we know we've been changed, Sister Patricia. We know we don't walk like we used to walk. We don't talk like we used to talk, amen? We, we got a new song now. Matter of fact, there's a new name written down in glory for each one of us. See, he said, but it has not yet been, been revealed what we shall be. So that means there's something else coming. We haven't made it to the finish line yet. Oh, God. He said, but we know that when he is revealed, when the Lord Jesus is revealed, when the one who gave his life, bled and died for you and I and rose on the third day, when he is revealed, we shall be like him. <laughs> you know, we're going to have a glorified body one day. Do you know we're going to that place where there'll be no more crying? No more dying, no more sickness, no more pain. Every day will be Sunday and the Sabbath will have no end. Thank you, God. We're just going to walk around heaven all day. I might break out running around heaven all day. Thank you, God. I'm going to see my mother again. Going to see my father again. Going to see the, all of those who we've seen go on the other side who love Jesus. We're going to see them again. Thank you, God. We have this hope today. And this ain't hope on a rope. This is real. This is real. What's on the other side of this life? What is it when we close our eyes for the last time? There's only, there's only two choices, heaven or hell. Jesus paid it all. That's why the writer said, behold, what manner of love is this? Uh, wow. Uh, that, that God the Father have given to us that we should be called the children of God? My Lord today. But, but when... But we know, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is in all of his glory. Thank you, God, in all of his glory. See, we're talking about the one who spoke 
and, and the universe came into existence. We're talking about the one who say, let there be light before the sun was created. And everyone who has this hope in himself purifies himself just as he, the Lord, is pure. Oh, thank you, God. We ought to bless the Lord today. Hallelujah. There's no love like a mother's love. And so I pray for our mothers today. I pray for all of our mothers today. Before we turn over to Pastor Jones for dismissal and whatever the Lord have him do. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless our mothers today, Lord. Every mother under the sound of my voice, every godmother, every stepmother, every grandmother, those that will become mothers, God, in the name of Jesus, they've been through so much. They've seen so much. Sleepless nights, God, at the bedsides of their children, Lord. Worrying sometime in the middle of the night if the children is all right. If they're going to make it home. Mothers that their father is gone. Uh, daddy's gone out of the house. And they're making ends meet God. You are the provider God. Make ways out of no way in the name of Jesus Lord. Some mothers are so so overwhelmed with others. And so much to do. That sometime God they don't have time for themselves. But God I pray today. Oh God that you would supernaturally. Give each one of these mothers rest. Not only today, God, but from this time forward. Those who've been praying for you for a, a situation for a long time. Oh, God, today won't you grant it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We love you, Lord. Any of our mothers that are sick or afflicted in their bodies today, God, send your word. Send your word of healing. Touch God. Touch Lord. Hallelujah. Touch Lord. Oh, God, cause the joy bells to ring in our mother's lives on today. Each one of these, your precious children, we bless you and we thank you, God, to teach us as men how to appreciate our mothers and our wives and our daughters, Lord, and women everywhere. Help us, Lord. Show us your plan, God. Us men that are married, help us to love our wives as you, Christ, loved the church and gave yourself. Help us today, God. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.